everyone, welcome to another episode of Beirut Buzz. This is Talian. Um, while we spend quite a bit of time on this podcast talking about the inescapable things that are horribly wrong in this country, um, we're here to report today's subject is a positive one. And with me today, I have Tare and Ralf from Saudi. And uh, I'd love if you guys would tell me who you are, what your role is in Saudi, and then we can dive into um, what Saudi is as an initiative. Yeah, hi, Tareen. Um, thank you for having us, first of all. I'm Tarek, Tarek Khalil, um, based in Lebanon. And I'm currently working with Saudi mostly on the mobilization team, which is trying to mobilize um, not just for the upcoming elections, but also in general to just kind of uh, push people to become more active citizens in Lebanon and become more engaged in the whole process of politics. Hi, my name is Ralph. I'm also on the mobilization team, but I'm based in New York and I help do pretty much the same, but focusing more on uh, the expats outside of Lebanon. Can one of you tell me what exactly Saudi is? When did it all start? What gave you the idea to start this initiative? So Ralph and I were both not present at the like at the launch of Salty and that like brainstorming phase, um, but it happened almost two years ago, a little bit after, maybe a couple of months after the onset of the revolution, and basically it was created to get people organized and give people or, uh, information about the upcoming elections. And then later on down the road, we realized that elections is just one milestone of this whole process and this whole movement that's happening in Lebanon, and that we should kind of expand and start, you know, encouraging people to look up alternative parties, join them, um, learn about government, and also learn about how to vote and the importance of voting. I really think that this is like this initiative, like finding this initiative, it was, it's really, really important, especially in like the political scene in Lebanon, it's a bit of a mess. And what's even a bigger mess is people's understanding of how things work in Lebanon. And honestly, it's very confusing. No one really knows what's going on for the most part. We really have to thank our educational system and that we've had since Brevet that were completely useless in telling us what political parties are, how exactly we go vote, like the process overall. We, we have no idea how that works, at least on my end. I genuinely have no idea how that works. And just knowing what political party is the one that's right for you, yani, um, it's just like, an, it's, it's a really big mess. Yeah, and I think, honestly, what's, what's bigger than that, sure, like our education system has something to do with it, but even bigger than that is that all we've known, and mostly what our, what our parents' generation has known, is the single same system, uh, basically clientelism, which is basically where you're not really an active member in the political process. You're more there as a, as a customer. You take whatever crumbs fall your way. You don't feel like you have any active role. You don't have any say in what's happening. You're more a victim. And I know now after the August 4th uh, explosion that has a different terminology, but you really are just a victim of the political class rather than an active participant. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things uh, that Salki with this initiative uh, wanted to change. It's not just, as Sada said, elections, but it's more of the mentality of active citizenship. And this doesn't even just stop with elections, right? Like this part of it is elections. Uh, part of it is after elections, after people win, people lose. 
the process doesn't stop there, right? There's accountability based off of platforms that you ideally vote on. So the whole system, and I, and I saw this even as a student in EB, right? When when we were active in the political process there, even in EB that people saw as like this uh, beacon of education for whatever reason in the Middle East, it's baffling to see how prevalent and how strong these established political parties, the same ones that led Lebanon into the civil war, uh, they were they were by far the dominant parties on campus. And we see that now change after October 17th and with more uh, secular clubs rising over all over the country. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of reasons why the current political system is as well established as it is. Uh, and Salty is just trying to do its part in kind of getting people in Lebanon aware of different alternative parties and also expats that we saw get very excited after October 17th, like even speaking uh, based on my experience in New York, uh, I was I had just moved, I hadn't been here for I guess a year almost when the revolution started. Uh, there was a quick, uh, quick excitement that was effortless. There were masses of people trying to get organized, trying to see what's the best way we could help back home. And we felt that like Salty is one way through which we could channel all, all this energy for ideally more long-term uh, potential benefits for Lebanon. Yeah, I completely agree about like having seeing all this excitement uh, among the expats was honestly very heartwarming at first. Like after the revolution, I moved to Germany and it was really heartbreaking because like I took part in the first few days and I was going down and protesting and then I had to leave. I got my visa. I left. Uh, I came back, but that's another story. Um, so I was really just looking to see once I'm of age, how exactly like the voting process is going to go for me as an expat. I don't really have to worry about that now, but um, uh, like, um, are you guys of legal age? Can you guys vote? Yeah, yeah, both of us can. Uh, have you uh, either of you voted either like as an expat or as a local? Have you vo voted, Ralph? Uh, I haven't yet. So I actually moved here uh, right after the last elections in 2018, and I was I had just become eligible to vote. And as an expat, I know that was the first time expats were allowed to vote. But there was problems with like the links, and there wasn't really much prep that was put into it. So I think I missed the deadline back then. So no, I, have, I haven't voted yet. Okay. Yeah, same here. I didn't vote. I was based in Lebanon, but um, there was a lot of like political apathy from my end, you know, I didn't really care. I thought that we would never be able to make a change. So I, I never really cared about voting before. But look at me now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great character development, Jani. I agree. Anika, <laughs> man, I was I was like this at first. I would I'd have cousins that were eligible to vote and they would tell me that they're not gonna vote, they're not gonna take part. And I was the type of person that was like, La yalla, if you vote change is gonna happen. And then I, I like as I got older I realized and no not voting is is a horrible idea and then just going in with hot water that's even like maybe also part of the problem and part of like why we never shook off kilhal political partisanship that we have maybe to a certain extent clientelism we don't really have a very clear understanding of politics or people be ulo it's so complicated those type of people that engage in political conversations had I think this was like they took this to their advantage like the political yeah. uh, leaders in Lima they took this to their advantage okay 
they don't really care بيروحوا بصوتهم وهم بلد بعده ماشي I think like this was the mentality for the most like for the most part كل واحد انه okay I'm 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 alive I'm well ولادي مناح عندي مصلحتي عند هالاحزاب المعينه بس now like we've reached a point where we realized انه ما في حدا حيوقف حدك regardless who you vote for ما حدا حيوقف حدك قد ما قد ما الدوله لازم توقف حدنا Um, exactly. That's why we have to vote in the right people, and I think that's part of the like. That's what led to all of this. Uh, like Ralph was saying, the clientelism and the like. With that clientelism comes a fake sense of politics. That's why people, you can say, "Oh, I'm not interested in CSA because it's it's not politics, right? It's just identity games and sectarian games. Um, it's never been about actual like issues, like economic issues or social issues. So that's what we're trying to change, especially by. promoting these alternative parties because they actually have stances on specific issues right it's not like the traditional parties that are just like okay you're born into this uh taifa so you're automatically going to get benefits from this person so you go vote for them that's totally wrong هذا مفهوم غلط يعني سي لا سياسه كليا sorry thing and just quickly to that is point i think it's important we make a quick distinction between Saudi and the alternative parties that are actually on the ground organizing, forming, developing their political identities, developing their platforms, developing their potential alliances amongst each other. Uh, and Saudi, which and Saudi's so Saudi's main goal is to be a platform for these alternative parties. Saudi itself is not a political party and that's very important to clear up. Uh, it will not be running in any elections as Saudi. Saudi is merely there as a platform to help give these new political parties that are actually forming that will potentially run for elections a platform to be heard uh, by potential voters, to be heard by potential citizens. And Saudi does encourage anyone on their platform to, if they're interested in whatever alternative party it may be, to learn more about it, to join it, to question it, to push it forward, to help develop it. Because no matter how successful Saudi is, right? We were talking before about what Abayda or not voting at all. At the end of the day, you need someone you believe in to vote for. So Saudi and these alternative parties do definitely complement each other. And the hope is uh, Saudi brings kind of the masses specifically outside of Lebanon. And those alternative parties on the ground are able to continue doing their work. Hopefully there will be some sort of united alternative front Uh, now specifically talking about elections in which those two could kind of come in like a perfect marriage uh, to get the result uh, we're hoping for. I really think you know, the fact that there is a platform, like a bridge between the citizen and the alternative, that's that's really important. Like after COVID, I think, I don't want to say COVID was a good thing, but like to a certain extent, the fact that COVID happened, everything going online, everyone being more concerned with social media, it was... It, maybe it was a lot easier for Saudi to to get this platform well that literal you know voice in the literal sense yani yeah. um we weren't converted to online maybe this wouldn't have been as convenient uh, so yeah I definitely think uh covid did help did help with that not just with uh, kind of bringing people closer together but even for me personally or right as someone who, who wants to organize Uh, expats abroad I think it did kind of show you that the potential is limitless there's no reason why I can't reach Lebanese people in Brazil I can't reach people Lebanese people across Europe even though I'm in New York there's no reason why I can't reach people in the Gulf so it kind of not just it gives you more opportunity but it does kind of add pressure on you because really there there is no excuse uh, for us not to be able to gather the information we need to give 
to give voters, to reach as many potential voters as possible. And yeah, that's all That's all because people got more comfortable doing things online, communicating online, organizing online, uh, definitely due to, due to COVID. Yeah, all of our work, we're working remotely, we're not in office. It was so so much easier, yani, people to get to know how to use websites, how to create their own platform to be heard. Yani, Anna, I, Anna, I heard about Saudi when I was I was a staff writer for the Phoenix Daily. I'm a partnership with Saudi. That was the first time I heard about Saudi. And then when after the protests that happened on August 4, like a few weeks ago, we were really just like deliberating what exactly we're going to do, like the content we're going to be creating afterwards, Kermel. We don't want it to be insensitive. At the same time, we want to keep the ball rolling. That's, that's not where, where things end. But now, people to be like, considered exactly how the protests on August 4, or October 17, keep actually they're put into action. Lama they start learning about uh, active citizenship, voter turnout, uh, civic engagement, so we really wanted to to keep talking about it. Mafia, you can't just stop talking about politics or about voting or about because like protesting isn't gonna do anything. Is that you actually want tangible change. After voting, it just it doesn't end there. That's not how politics works. No, that's not how being an active citizen works. And you hope for the best. There are multiple steps afterwards or before or during. We really just want people to be aware what exactly it means to be an active citizen. I think Saudi really cares about the definition of being an active citizen. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and we've seen that uh, the same the same kind of uh, after the initial peak of uh, excitement and all this energy towards protests e- even abroad right there was kind of this plateau of okay طيب, we're here we're in new york we're protesting in front of the consulate in front of un in like a random park okay but and then to to what end you know? how are we really uh, showing our support in a positive kind of measurable way towards Lebanon other than just fundraising right because at the end of the day I don't think unfortunately now I don't think there's anyone there's any Lebanese person outside of Lebanon that's making money in any foreign currency that isn't already supporting their family financially so taking that as a common denominator that doesn't really need need to be discussed any further how else are we organizing for more of a long term rather than just like like putting these band-aids on like bigger problems and and that's that's another way uh, Saudi was kind of born. Yeah, I think and no, sit where they think and some things just eventually die out. I think I don't want to say just this habit of letting things die out, even though they're like so important. Um, it's really hard to shake off the Lebanese. after October 17, okay, to throw back fight literally die on the streets then after a while خلاص, people just stopped going they weren't as motivated maybe they think it's a dead end I really don't blame anyone we've all been at that point where we're like خلاص, my only solution is to actually leave but we're, we're, we're having this conversation and when you leave you still have this responsibility as a citizen. I was still abroad, I would still be considering 
وكيف وليش لانه ستيينغ ان ذا فيري توكسيك لايك لوب اتس اتس دامجينج تو اس واللي جايين بعد منا يعني ما بدنا ذيس كونتري تو بي سمثينغ ذات يو جاست بتربى هون ويو ليف بيهايند اور يو جاست تحمل حالك بتفل تاسس حالك برا تو ستارت ا فاملي ذير وما يعرفوا وات ات مينز تو بي لبنيز وإذا you really think about it that that hurts your feelings it really makes you like so disappointed انه لا انا ما بدي اكون مضطر اترك بلدي I want things to be good I want Lebanon to be an option for me ولعائلتي ولاولادي for my entire family يعني anyone else that wants to stay in Lebanon or kind of has to stay in Lebanon بهالوضع it's really hard to leave so after October 17 just seeing how things changed how people started caring more on the water about uh, kicking out the political parties it was um it was amazing yani being on the streets or protesting being abroad that you've never met before in your life but you're all like under the same umbrella having the same goal and that was amazing it was every single Lebanese person knows how it felt that day Unexplainable at that we felt like citizens Lebanese before everything, not that someone is a Christian or a Muslim or a barrier that's always been at the forefront, you know? But um, one thing I really wanted to talk about is that this aggression towards the political parties Like, I'm after the war, I knew that I'm going to vote for a good person. I want to vote an independent party or independent candidates. But this aggression towards political parties, I think it's still an issue now. Because they don't really understand. They think you know, Lebanese people, they have this mentality that you know, political party, that's a bad thing. We don't want political parties, but we'll get out of it. So I think like, this, is, this is another um, like, obstacle that we have to overcome. Yeah, Akid, honestly, to your, to your point earlier, right? You were saying that you can't really blame people for having less of a tendency to be ready to go down to the streets and protest and all the same thing. At the very, in the very same uh, mentality, you can't really blame people uh, for having such a negative idea of political parties. Because what we really know, you know, all our political parties are what? Our political parties of the civil war. Oh, they're the political parties that are now causing Lebanon to be in what you could define as a blackout across whatever you want to define it as, be it fuel, be it food, be it whatever, what have you. So there's a lot of reason as to why uh, there's such a, almost like this negative allergic reaction to the idea of political parties, because all they know are these political parties that are established now. So with Saudi, what we'd, what we'd like to do is Uh, show them that, first of all, th- there is no choice in not participating in, in politics, right? Because at the end of the day, no matter how even no matter how rich you might think you be, no matter how connected you might think you be, at the end of the day, the people in power control basic necessities that you can't overcome. You can't, you're not going to have your own gas station. You're not going to have your own pharmacy. You're not going to have your own hospital. You're not going to be able to be so self-sustainable to the point where uh, you're totally immune from the people in power. And if, if we've learned anything from the hardships that's, that are happening right now, it's that basic fact. We all need to participate politically. Not only is it something, it's not like a good to have. No, no, this is an absolute necessity for you to live in a civil society. You need to be aware. You need to be educated on your political options. You need to be aware on the decisions they make. 
and you need to not only vote them into office, you need to also make sure that once they're voted into office based off of a specific platform, they actually hold up to their side of the bargain. When they're telling you, I want to be elected in order to change the public transport system in Lebanon, you're there, you're not waiting four years, six years, what have you. You're following up year by year, month by month, seeing where's the progress on this, what is actually happening after I trusted you with my vote, to better my life, specifically now in Lebanon. Whoever's going to win the next elections, it's not going to be some sort of, uh, they're not there to just uh, take advantage of the treasures of Lebanon. There's a huge problem that Lebanon needs to be removed out of. And it's not just going to be something that the next people that win elections are, but for the next few elections, uh, political parties are going to have to have platforms that are really constructive to help deal with all the difficulties that Lebanon's facing through today. And Salty wants to show all these people that have this negative reaction to political parties that there is no alternative to political parties. There are alternative political parties, but there's no single hero who's going to come, who's going to rise from this revolution. And you always get this question, who's leading this revolution? How can you have a revolution without a leader? And to me, honestly, sorry, but it's, it's complete nonsense. Like, this isn't a debate. To me, even seeing right now people aren't going to down to the streets as, as much, that's not as important as the organization that's happening behind closed doors. Having these new political parties uh, develop, uh, not just as political parties, but we're seeing these, uh, we're seeing across universities, we have more, more clubs that are being developed, more uh, independent secular clubs across different universities, more than we've ever seen before. Uh, having different consulates, like we saw in the Council of Engineers and Architects, having great success in their elections. All these things help create a foundation of political awareness, political participation among Lebanese citizens. Not just actually Lebanese citizens, but also Lebanese expats abroad. And that's something that's essential. We might be late to that party, but it doesn't mean that we can just skip all this, uh, building all of this foundation and jump towards the next elections. Because at the end of the day, Sure, like Lebanon's going through hardships now, but you can't get out of it without having something that's well-rooted, well-established uh, for the future. So I know my dad's a pharmacist, and he was the last one to be part of the Naabe, he went as independent. He's, gonna, he's planning to do that again this year. I think their elections are, are in November, I'm not sure. But um, we still see Haydn struggle when independent people trying to, like candidates, trying to like break through the ceiling, Haydn barrier and norm, Saitreen, Lahzeb. With the fact that no, it's in, I think, like, no, it's in the pharmaceutical sector, um, it's very sensitive. I think that no, Lahzeb like, have their, their hand, like, even if they're Saitreen on the topic, which is letting them like overpower independent candidates. But it's so good to see and no fines, they're actually trying. But there's still this mentality and um other independent candidates that he speaks to and no I think that's a very bad mentality are kind of there are alternative to political parties, like having political parties in the they have to be there. Because you need someone um, or like a group to agree with, a group to, to know they're going to be there for you, who keep uh, their end of the bargain, who make sure you know, they're going to be um, keeping their promises, doing what they say they will be doing. 
I'm not sure what exactly the steps we're gonna have to take بس نخلص من هالفكرة I think إنه صوتي is doing a good job so far إنه to educate people make them not so scared of having political parties يعني um, أنا مثلا I, I've checked your website several times I keep studying my options أنا هلأ I'm eligible to vote I want to know Mean, mean I can vote for who is really, who really speaks to me as a person, who I feel I'm most comfortable with. I can't really 100% trust anyone. Maybe like the most, most of the people have this issue and no, لا ما بدي أوسق بحدا اللي بده يطلع حيطلع أوسخ من اللي قبله أو مثله ما حيتغير شيء might as well just stick to what we have now it can't get any worse But... which is <laughs> which is a valid concern because of the past experiences we've had But we get these questions all the time right like how can I trust a political party but there's no reason to really trust any political party the goal isn't to trust a political party it's to more agree with those parties values and their vision rather than to trust them because we want to be able to hold those parties accountable like if you join a party or you like a certain party and you see something you don't like like we encourage asking questions and giving feedback uh, you know being an active citizen means getting involved not only to learn but also to provide feedback to those parties and hold them accountable for their promises and for their values so i i've and my the party that piqued my interest can it citizens in a state Mainly because I know Anna, I'm an LEU student who I had this one instructor. We, she was a candidate in 2018, Ismail Masri, and I love her so much. And she's one of my favorite people, a very inspirational person. And she was in this particular party. I started looking into it. And on their website, they have a plan that it's available to anyone. What exactly they're planning to do afterwards. So I think that's really important. I was able to do that through Saudi. And I, I didn't know they had an Instagram or a website or anything. I, I just checked Saudi. Say a bit, I came across the, the Instagram account with my recommendations. Well, it's yeah, I'm just gonna check it out to shift it, uh, the several alternatives that you guys had up on your website. And I said, okay, yeah, citizens in the state. I know someone that was a candidate and uh, Let me see what, what they're doing now. Like, no, I, I read anything about um, my instructor, Ken, maybe in like 2019 or something. I was checking it, I was like looking at their website, the plans they have, what what they're doing, like um, they're having hill meetups where people can have discussions, conversations, on their concerns. Um, the like overall understanding uh, deciding whether or not Heidel party is credible or it's it's worth voting for. Ooh, uh, not only and no, I was able to do that through Saudi, that was amazing. I think these pol- alternative political parties are doing the right thing. They're having personal discussions, they're having meetups, they're building the trust. And very quick to trust the parties, but this has to do with their understanding of the uh, political scene overall. And you don't just vote you have to keep up with them you have to make sure and know they're doing their job or, uh, like everything we just spoke about yeah and even even just like uh keeping up with the news on, on these alternative parties fr- from abroad uh you could see clearly i, I don't think any of the political alternative parties have been able to really uh get as organized and maybe focus as much in their outreach as Motin Motinat 
Fidaula have so far. Uh, I've been seeing those those talks they've been having with different uh, different cities across Lebanon. That's very effective, and that goes towards building the trust we're talking about. And it's also very important for people to realize, you know, you're, you're not really choosing someone to marry forever, right? Like this is purely based on a specific platform that has a specific uh, time when this platform makes sense, and you're voting. Just you're voting for a specific time window, and you hold people accountable, and you're not married to your choice forever. And it doesn't mean that oh, it's 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 getting out of the mentality of okay, this is my religion, this is my sect, so this is my party, regardless of what they do. I'm defending this party because Khalas, I was born into this religion, therefore I was born into this uh, one of two political parties, let's say at most. And this is uh, this is basically like my soccer team, and I'm supporting them regardless. This isn't the mentality. The mentality is regardless of your identity, regardless of the identity of a political party. Outside of their political identity, nothing matters. The platform is what matters. Uh, the, their political identity is what matters, and that's based off of which you decide either to support or to remove your support from from a political party. Like people, mm-hmm. people develop, people learn. So, so nothing is forever, and that's why it's very important to kind of instill this new mentality of voting based off of platform, uh, vote, uh, voting based off of whatever new projects they have for Lebanon, rather than uh, the current focus on identity politics, which kind of make people feel like they're imprisoned in their political party. And there's some sort of uh, shaming or guilt if they if they steer away uh, from their political party. Even when they say, like even today, like there's a huge crisis and all these political parties are coming out and saying basically the same thing. Uh, some of them tell you, uh, start a garden in front of your house. Some of them tell you if you could uh, grow uh, whatever tomatoes on your roof, go for it. Uh, another one tells you if you could gather seven people in your neighborhood and buy or and split and carpool together like that. Like these are the solutions they're offering, which none of these are solutions. Like these are just like guides to survival in a system that's by all means, it, it, the system is dead. Like the system is dead. When the money dries up, there's, there's nothing for these people to give their supporters. And it's just a ticking time bomb. And that's why it's very important to see these alternative parties organized, even in the midst of these very, very, like, I can't even imagine how difficult it is just logistically uh, organizing such meetups where you don't know how the internet's going to be, you don't know how electricity is going to be, you don't know if you're going to have fuel for your car. Uh, so I definitely like what they're doing is is, is highly commendable, with more power to them. Well, hopefully, Saudi is able to kind of uh, make their voices uh, louder and give them a larger audience because. The work that alternative political parties are doing, that is the essential work. Everything around it, including Saudi, that's just added that's just added to the essential work of forming these political parties, forming these political identities, and giving people something to believe in and vote based off of. Just to go back like a little bit to uh, your question and to like we understand that people don't really like to be affiliated with specific political parties. Um, but being an active citizen means, you know, allowing yourself to be affiliated with them, but not to follow things blindly like we do now, right? Um, it's more of an identity kind of game now where you follow or traditional parties want their followers to just follow them blindly and they don't have specific stances on issues. Um, and we think that being an active citizen is retaining your independent judgment while you join a party because that judgment is crucial to holding your, your party accountable, right? And your public servants accountable, um, which is the mindset that we're trying to change in Lebanon, that belonging to a party doesn't mean joining like a cult and agreeing to every point. It means challenging those points and joining the party that you align yourself with um, and which is why you see 
a lot of different alternative parties because political parties are meant to have opinion diversity within and on the exterior as well. Uh, I agree with Ossit and no. Um, finding a party you agree with and you're comfortable with لانه we're just so used to قصه انه my party is my identity يعني قبل كل شيء who i'm affiliated with says who i am like like as a person it says so much about my character about what i believe in و, um, people اكيد they're scared of هيدي القصه انه i don't want people to think انه this party is who i am هيدي alternative بس just to understand انه these guys are just here to to make sure you have a common interest have common no um your goal is the same thing which is uh to have the country livable at this point and you know, just to the country livable um maybe like everything we're going through halla there the existing political parties they're using it to their advantage because i don't know to what extent this is going to get me in trouble um بس في بمناطق معينه بيجي مسؤول حزب بيصير يعطي مصاري للمستشفيات بيصير يقول انه اه اوكي انا امنت مازوت لهيدي العائله وهيدي العائله وامنت لهم ادويه واتس فيري بيرازيتك يعني حسسوك انه هلا بهالوضع ما حدا وقف حد غير هيدا الزعيم اللي كنا عم نقول عنه انه سرق وحرامي وفاسد وما بعرف شو ما في حدا غيره وقف حد ميبي اي شود ستيل ستيك تو ذا سايكل It's, it's really disgusting to hear you know, what they're doing, taking advantage of they really want it to stay this way. Of course, so they use this as their own uh, to extend their clientelist networks. Um, I know people there. There was a child that was at risk of dying because ما كان في كهرباء they needed an oxygen machine فانه الناس ولعوا نزلوا على الطرقات بلشوا يقوصوا they scared the الجيش away و... وشو اللي صار بعد يومين سكتوا completely وليش if you ask someone in بترابلوس they'll tell you انه اه جابوا لنا مازوت كرمال ما بقى ننزل على الطريق و... و how horrible is it انه تشوف شعب a day they're so desperate for the most basic things they're entitled to naturally as citizens يكونوا هالقد اتلانين حالهم انه يتنازلوا عن all of their values وكل هالفايت to be like free من كل هالقرف وهالاحزاب بيتنازلوا عنهم كلهم بس to be given هالبيسك نيد that they're just عن جد انه حيالا بلد بتروح لعنده بتقول له انه انا دولي ما عم تعطيني مازوت انه بضوي راسهم انه ليش يعني الدوله ما عم تعطيكم مازوت You know, um, they're taking advantage of this. And you just feel bad for the people. You just don't have a chance to tell them that they're going to go out of this cycle. What's happening to them? It's really horrible to hear about this. Seeing that they're willing to give up everything just to live. Like to keep, to stay alive. And not in an exaggerated manner. To stay alive in every meaning of the word. Uh, yeah, and I think you even you even saw that like more. I know until you said Makamadikatsemia, but you saw that specifically now uh, for the for for like the, in the fuel crisis. You saw I, I saw explicit videos where people were waiting uh, and they were waiting in hours and they got to the front of the line and they were like Abilna uh, Benzin and he was like sorry Mark Bitaat So these things are happening explicitly, not to not to single out the wit, but all these parties have their different antics. to kind of, it's like a final breath 
of of the current system they have in place but it's, but none of it is sustainable none of it is sustainable not just because of what's happening in the country but because no other uh no other established power in the world wants to fund this anymore because even for them and even for outside parties that have no care except for having a quote unquote stable lebanon at any price even they no longer see this as a reasonable investment you know it's not sustainable for the, for them we can have a conference every couple years uh, for them to shuffle in hundreds of millions into lebanon to keep the system going a couple more years so there's there's been a complete loss of faith in the international community as well as uh, for the citizens in lebanon and of course lebanese expats abroad so that's why it's it's very important that these alternative parties uh, continue to do what they're doing it's very important that more more than just the political parties do what they're doing that citizens not just feel like uh they're waiting for these political parties because at the end of the day these these political parties should be the reflection of those citizens so if i'm if i'm if i'm a citizen i'm currently seeing how the situation is in lebanon if i'm in lebanon or if i'm not or if i'm an expat abroad it's on me to kind of choose one of these parties or at least educate myself on these parties and see how can i help even if i don't agree with everything they're doing if there's a political party because these political parties aren't like customized to a specific individual and these are options that are out there you you're it's you have the free will to study these different options to see which pieces of these political parties speak to you most and then you part then when you join them you don't join them as a finished product you join them and you help further shape them further develop them to kind of address the things that you thought they were lacking before you joined them and you're not just there to vote for them you're there to actually add value and obviously you know, there's no one in, there's no one more experienced with the hardships of the Lebanese people than the Lebanese people themselves we don't need someone to speak for us or like come up with platforms for us we know what we're going through we know that the situation right now is ridiculous and that one two three four need to happen So I'm going to see which one of these alternative parties addresses one, two, three, four, or if they just address the first two, can I help them also cover the the last two? It's a process. It's a process. It's nothing. It's set in stone. It's something you can actively participate in and make richer and make better, uh, leading up to elections and beyond elections as well. I really want to know into you guys, like, as someone that's living Lebanon or as someone that's an expat, Anjad. personal opinion or wish in regard to your your involvement with Saudi or maybe as a Saudi representative hala on the podcast and do you feel like within the next few years anjad fi shi badu yatghayar i feel like this is an important question to ask but can i want to see like as a someone i as someone as an expat yani what exactly your thought process is uh so i guess we'll start, we'll start with me as, as an expat there's there's a lot of So as we're even organizing for for Saudi or for like the upcoming elections, a lot of people ask the same question: Okay, what's actually going to change? Do you think it's going to change? All this stuff. And to me, that question, I understand why like people ask it, but to me, it's not really a beneficial question because it kind of puts you in this uh, in this natural state of. No, okay like what's one extra vote gonna do what's you know the system is what it is our parents told us this we're experiencing it now blah 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 so it kind of puts you in just this like cycle of like okay lebanon sucks now and it's just always gonna suck so the alternative to that is kind of thinking okay what's my role in this uh, what are the different avenues what's changed and i do think things have changed from october 17 and again going back to my 
I'm just taking the simple university experience I had with the AV Secular Club when I was there. When we joined and we were trying to be like this alternative party running in elections, we were looked at as crazy people. We were a group of maybe 20 people. We were literally looked at and like ridiculed and mocked openly in classes, in the cafeteria, wherever we went. We were looked at and these are the crazy dreamers. Let them do their thing. We weren't taken seriously. Now you look at, now you look at university campuses, political parties aren't finding candidates to run for them from our generation. And that's huge, you know, that, that the benefits of that might not show up in the next elections in 2022, but the benefits of that are forever. You know, if you're right now not being able to find anyone from, from this generation to represent you even on campus, what does that say about your future as a political party? You know, these, all these political parties are on their last breath. How long their breath is, that's, that's negotiable, but this is their last breath. So we need to kind of have and I know it's hard, it's easier for me to say as an expat living, uh, living abroad with all the basic necessities I need. But we need to have the long view. It can't just be like, okay, if nothing happens in 2022, then we failed. That's not, the, that's not what we're doing. Because the system that we're trying to overcome, it wasn't built in a couple of years. And the system that's going to remove it isn't going to be built in a couple of years either. But it's fine. The first steps need to happen, whether they're now or they're in 10 years. We're, they're happening now. So it's, it's to our benefit. And there's so much more to look forward to. And there is a lot of opportunities for wins, and we've been seeing them. We saw them on campuses. We saw them in, uh, uh, sorry, we saw them in syndicates. And now, there will, there is a lot of promise of potential wins. But of course, there's so many things that happen there that you can't control, especially as an expat. There's political parties on the ground in Lebanon that are organizing. That's one thing uh, that I haven't actively participated in yet. There's uh, the electoral law, which again is up in the air. There's the elections date, which again you can't isn't set in stone. There's okay, how do I make sure that the votes that are being the ballot boxes in New York are going to make it to Lebanon safely and untampered with? There's so many unknowns, but that doesn't mean uh, that you 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 don't have a role to play. It means you have a bigger role to play. It means you need to make sure you're organized. Uh, for example, abroad. at every polling station you have a representative making sure that people that they told that they're expecting to vote are actually having the opportunity to vote making sure that there is some sort of well-established electoral network to kind of make sure that yeah we aren't seeing any hiccups here we aren't seeing any barriers to to vote there and kind of keep track of that but for example one one example of things that we're seeing now as we we're kind of re- reaching out to different embassies, different consulates for like specific registration dates, specific election dates, all this stuff. The, so there hasn't been clear communication to the uh, to the, emb- the Lebanese embassies and the Lebanese consulates abroad from the government in Lebanon. Like this is something that we can't really control from here. Like of course there could be pressure put from here, but that real pressure needs to be put in Lebanon to make sure that there they are there isn't an active uh, point of kind of removing expats from the voting process, making sure their voice isn't heard, kind of surprising them by the registration deadline, making sure they're not prepared uh, well in advance to vote. So there's so many things out of our hands, a lot of things we try to put pressure on, a lot of things we try to organize around, but it doesn't mean that we don't have a role to play. It doesn't mean that our success or failure will be determined uh, come the next elections, being May 22 or after that. It's just the first step and there's a lot that needs to happen, but it's great, great, great to see already what's been happening in our generation, in the alternative parties that are forming, in the public opinion, the public thought. We were saying how before people had this allergic, not before, even now, there's this allergic reaction to political parties. This is something we need to overcome. This is something you can't talk about elections without talking about political parties. So this is something that we're slowly breaking out of.
through different alternative parties like Moatin Moatinat, like Mutishreen, like all these people that we're seeing and we're we're getting people are getting the opportunity to meet these parties firsthand, which is something that's foreign to them. It's for the first time we never see a debate that has people from Luwait or Awni or Hezbollah or Nisabal that are out there discussing uh, specific issues. But we are seeing that within alternative parties. So we are creating a new political culture, a new political mentality in citizens that's that's so valuable, even if it doesn't show its benefits tomorrow. But these things these these things that are being established today are gonna benefit Lebanon not just tomorrow but for the future to come. It's really a breath of fresh air, but to hear someone being like so hopeful and like that, just that lately everything has been like everyone's been down, really depressed, just not willing to talk about politics. So I hope in Otariq, I mean, like, is being like super positive on the topic, really hopeful and it will change. I'm not really going to tolerate all that negativity on the podcast today because like, we started on a really positive note. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, never negativity. Always uh, a positive outlook. I mean, I agree with what Ralph is saying. Um, like you were asking if, if we see any change in the next couple of years. It really depends on what you think change is, right? Like, let's define change. Are we talking about this whole system being removed? Then I don't think so. But we are starting to do something and we've been doing something. Um, again, like what Ralph said about changing the the kind of mindset and the political culture in the country, that's, that's the first step, right? It's getting people... Um, to become interested, to be engaged again in politics. And that's happening. Ever since the uprising, people have been working on different things. There's people uh, in Lebanon and outside of Lebanon who want to do things, who are creating different al- alternative movements or initiatives, which is all really good. Um, and I think, it's just step by step, right? Uh, every every citizen has a kind of duty to uh, take it upon themselves and do whatever they can do, whether that's voting, Um, joining an alternative party, helping them. Um, yeah, I'm just saying that you can already see change happening, right? On campuses and syndicates. Um, I mean, a year or two years ago before the uprising, were you able? Were you ever able to just walk down the street and curse a certain politi- political figure or something? No. Um, so just like that, that sense of fear that's escaped us, our kind of interest in being engaged in politics again, that's like those two things are enough for me to kind of be positive about the future. Not saying that we're going to get 60 or 70 uh, members of parliament in the next elections, but the ball is starting to roll and that's really good. We just, each person just has to take the responsibility and, you know, work towards something good in Lebanon. Hala, maybe I can we can disagree on one thing and no hala okay tghayer kul shi mish kul shi bas inno tghayerna for the most part I still don't think I can safely curse a political party hek ala na asharia bas like bishi bidawas bas inno at least hal mara iza dawasat fi nas ndafa anni mish yulu ah okay like lesho sabayti asasan so inno that's that's change that's a good thing I mean during the protests in 2015 people would get called in for writing anything on Facebook right now you still have that happening but Yeah, just quickly to that point, I think public opinion is now behind the revolution and more than more than it's ever been, right? Like before, even in 2015, there was sort of a criticism of, okay, early on, there was an idea of, but now people see that the country, there's a complete paralysis of the country, uh, whether it's uh, so the only moving forward is, is to kind of understand that, to kind of feel uh, the... feel the side effects of this political political system firsthand 
and then the only way from here is, is, is moving forward, moving past that. How do you organize around that? How do you mobilize to get past this? And we're seeing that today. So that on its own, that's something positive to look forward to. Hey, like personally, Masala, like seeing the change, and I always in Jema, I um I have people come up to me at student council elections. Usually, they say, "I'm from one, two, three, so they are not that they ask nicely or or show for us what we're gonna stand for. They are so nice. So nice. Answers like Hussar. Right, right, right. Ah, there was like pizza or like free parking or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They tell you, you know, بيبعتوا لك previouses. في منهم بيبلشوا قبل الالكشن بيقولوا بيبعتوا to certain people. هيدا previous لا كورس واحد اثنين ثلاثة literally هيك كانوا certain parties بالاليو. هلا the independent candidates are not as ridiculed. I think one of you touched on this point. إنه قبل كانوا عشوائي بزق عليهم على on campus. Well, that was the case a lot of times. يعني أول شيء it was them not taking independent candidates seriously لأنه بيعرفوا إنه ما حيوصلوا لمحال بس now what happens now إنه their aggression towards independent candidates it's mostly because they're a threat بطلت إنه مش حيوصلوا لمحال they're actually a threat now so just seeing a jump from هيك لهيك تغير that was هيك شوي uplifting إنه خاي إنه إذا بالجامعة بلشنا شوي شوي among the youth عم تتغير هالشغلة يعني it can reflect on a larger scale يعني على الدولة overall so عن جد that was that was a nice scene to see ما بقى يبزقوا على المستقلين المستقلين يبزقوا عليهم yeah me 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 and not only are not only are we seen as a threat now but we're seen as like a favorite and I think we should be seen as a favorite in every elections we're a part of be it uh, we saw in the concert, we saw it in the syndicates, we saw it on campuses. And right now, it's not a surprise if these independents win. It's kind of a surprise if they if they don't win. And nothing yeah. showed that more than the last elections in the syndicate of engineers and architects, where it wasn't just a victory, it was a sweeping victory. That's why, uh, that's why I feel like these alternative political parties, there is pressure on them. There is pressure on them because even though they're different, uh, there is pressure on them kind of forming a unit a unified front when it comes to elections because they don't want to they don't want to split this momentum up amongst themselves they want to kind of benefit from this positive momentum that's been building elections after elections to kind of have it uh, built to the top come come may of 2022 it's like a real breath of fresh air and okay i'm i'm in shoof fines that actually want change to happen or in a shway shway masalan hala النقابه المهندسين they had a victory بعد شوي في نقابات ثانيه عندهم elections يعني slowly seeing the independents become known or alternative parties become known هيدي لحالها it's it's very encouraging يعني للشعب so I think it's gonna keep the ball rolling regardless so we, we all agree on a positive outlook for the next couple of years موسيقى <laughs> shattered that way of thinking, that traditional way of thinking of Lebanon. And I think that's the future that gives me the most hope, let's say. 
ايه لك انا اي سي مثلا انا ماي سيستر 3 ييرز يونجر ذان اي ام كانت لما كانوا ان 10th جريد هي لك هير فريندز بلشوا يعملوا ان جي اوز بلشوا يحكوا عن الكشنز uh, ويحكوا عن واتس جوينج اون بالبلد وانا ات ذات ايج ما كان معي ولا اي خبر وات واز جوينج اون لك بوليتيكلي I was you know, like 17, 16, 17, I didn't understand these things. It's good to see that now someone, like when I was that age, they are now getting to this age and they are able to think about politics and elections and actually changing things. Uh, you know, it's, it's really good to see that. I mean, I changed to see that. Now we changed a little bit, but it's better late than never. After the revolution and that, everyone feels like this. It's, it's your duty to be thinking about these things. And that's really good. We're seeing you know, the youth are really caring. Hala, and to you guys, um, I really didn't, I wanted to ask this like maybe, but you know, I'm glad we have the ball rolling. Hala, um, Hala, you have people that contact you, Mahek, like people that send you emails, just so they know how things work. Mm-hmm. Do you have people that are much older? يعني مش بس the youth do you have people انه مثلا من عمر امي وبي اللي more than us عندهم هاي العقلية اللي كتير انا بدي انتمي لحزة هلا my parents منهم هيك بس انه اللي بيكونوا من هالعمر اللي بيكونوا اكتر شي ما قادرين to shake off الحزة بتاعهم do you have people reaching out to you من هاي الفئة العمرية Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to say there's definitely people from all ages uh, that reach out to Saudi. But I, I personally believe that, especially since like a lot of it is done through social media uh, and stuff like that, I do feel like it's our duty, like our generation, to kind of educate those above us. Because again, they're they're really, they're just too, too kind of blinded by the Civil War experience. And you see even here, like even in New York, like we'd, we'd be down there in protests and like when a specific name comes up, we're like, oh no, don't talk about that person. It's like, okay, like, you're obviously not getting the idea, and that's fine. Like, I could, you know, I think there also needs to be some sort of an understanding from our generation, and not everyone that's in, uh, that's from our parents' generation that 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 still has some sort of uh, support. The political party is an idiot. Like, that's not the approach that needs to be taken. The approach needs be, that needs to be taken is, okay, these are new political parties. Mom, dad, amo, amo, khaldo, khaldo, have you guys... heard about these new parties that are forming they believe in one two three four what do you think about this what would you be different have this sort of uh, engaging conversation that isn't really threatening to them or their beliefs it's more like showing them that new things are happening now and i'm taking it on myself to, to to tell you about them and if you have any questions i know you can talk to this person about this party that person about that party you can follow this page on facebook you can follow this page on instagram to kind of be educated about it rather than kind of shame them people you know people are how people are in it at the end of the day you want to kind of draw the benefits out of it rather than just like shaming them and pushing them further into their own uh, their current political parties so i think the approach is very important uh, definitely people reach out from, from from different ages but we we think that people from our generation that are being that are probably getting the most contact uh, from uh, salty content should should take it amongst themselves to be ambassadors and that's why we have this the, the program that's the salty ambassadorship you could 
you can join the website you can check out the website saltyvoice.org slash get involved sign up to be an ambassador for Saudi. uh you could ha- get access to all our content wherever you are in the world be it in lebanon be it abroad and you kind of be that voice in your community because if you're ever in like a room or in a situation or in a community where you feel like no one's really talking about alternative parties then maybe you're supposed to be that person maybe it's maybe it's on you to, to take it and be like okay what resources do i have to work with Uh, and what can I really start here? And we talk to people that feel like they're alone in this mentality all over. But once they feel like they're part of this larger network that is salty, that has people just like them that feel quote unquote alone in leading this effort, they feel like, no, I'm, I'm part of something larger. I'm not alone. I have all the resources I need, uh, be it in content, be it in guidance, be it in uh, giving specific talks or whatever resources it is. So I, I'm more empowered to do so, and and that's really that's really the plan. So I definitely encourage all your listeners to check out uh, saltyvoice.org, and again saltyvoice on Instagram, and fill in the sign up sheets both in our bios and on our website to, to see how you could be involved. Of course, we have a lot of people who are contacting us, whether it's to ask about elections or to ask about political parties or to see how they can help us, and we encourage anyone to come join uh, or to ask questions or whatever. Um, wherever you live because like Ralph was saying anybody can make a difference anybody can be that person in their small or large communities that passes on information um, that talks to people that engages people that maybe canvasses in their areas for uh, for elections you know so so anyone young old uh, wherever you live like we really encourage you to come join the community and start helping us mobilize Uh, I think this is a great way to end the podcast, Yanni. I think Saudi, above all else, it's teaching you like your personal responsibility, your role, Yanni. Start with yourself before pointing fingers. So I think that's that's the, maybe the core of the initiative. I think uh, that's the first step. So I really want to thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you to all our listeners still tuning in. Um, make sure to check the rest of our episodes and watch out for any upcoming episodes. This is Beirut Buzz.